Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is KOA Sports. Now, Dave Logan, Big Al, and Ryan Edwards. Jam, 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 Right, Krauss? Jam, jam, jam. Open gun. Mahomes sets up and throws the ball. going to be intercepted. Intercepted and up and running. Second turnover by the Broncos. That's picked off by Jaquan McMillan. What a game. But the Denver Broncos, as they beat the Kansas City Chiefs 24-9, and as you heard in that highlight, a tremendous performance from our next guest as we head out to the KOA Common Spirit Health Hotline and bring on Broncos defensive back Jaquan McMillan. Jaquan, you're on with Alfred Williams and Ryan Edwards. Thank you so much. Congratulations on the win. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on uh, the show. Man, it was so good to be out there yesterday. I mean, I was so excited as a former Denver Bronco myself, understanding and knowing what that win mean, meant to the entire organization but, man, you got to give it up for the fans for going out there and, and rolling with you guys when it was so cold yesterday and giving you that good energy. Right. Right. Um, like you said, the atmosphere was crazy. We we feed off the, the fan base, and and uh, they feed off us, so it, it kind of go hand-to-hand, and they mean a lot to us, Broncos country. And I'm just so glad they, everybody came out to support us in the cold weather. <laughs> You played this team just 17 days ago, and it was a close game. Boy, the defense had probably, at that point, their best game of the season. How much confidence did that game 17 days ago give you going into yesterday? A lot of confidence. A lot of confidence. Um, we knew we knew we can do it. We we expected that. It's not a surprise for us. It's just something that we, we had to work on and continue to get better. Uh, stopping the run week by week and uh, focusing on the, the small details and, and just trying to communicate with each other while we out there because we uh, we understand when we we all on the same page it's hard to beat us. Taquan, man, it's been it's been wonderful watching you play the position of cornerback because you play it like all the great cornerbacks play it. You play it in your coverage, but you also play it with your tackling. Do you take great pride in your tackling? Have to. Have to. Um, I love the tackle, especially the open field tackle. It, it gives me energy. It gives the team energy. And then and, uh, anytime it, it uh, gives the team energy, they all, we all basically going off each other's energy and uh, able to play better. You see somebody else make a play, it make you want to make a play. So, <laughs> and that, that's contagious. So and I, that's what's been happening the last few games. Jaquan McMillan joining us here. When I opened up the uh, React show last night, the first thing I said is, man, this has got to feel great for Justin Simmons. A guy that's been here since 2016 has never beaten the Kansas City Chiefs. What was it like to win for that guy? Right. Uh, it was amazing. He's he, he, he glad we got that W. Uh, <laughs> we talked about a little bit of it uh, after the game. It's been a, a, a long, a long Street. He's been there. He's never beat them since he he's been at the Broncos, and, and it's been like seven, eight years. He's in like seven or eight years. 
Um, he, I remember him telling me he's like he owed seven, seventeen against them guys. So he was really happy. Uh, we celebrated hard. Uh, we just, we just ready to uh, keep rolling and uh, continue to make plays. You know, yesterday I said it was it was clear what the Broncos had to do. We had to stop the run game, which I think we did a really admirable job of doing against the Kansas City Chiefs. But then. It was also important that we always know what Travis Kelsey is and to cheat the coverage to him. And, boy, you talking about cheating the coverage. You laid back, I mean, and you jumped that route, man. What did you see? Did you know it was a crunch time kind of throw? And, and, and take us through what happened on that interception. Yeah, so we was like in a, a cover two. Um, and I just remember us going over in practice that I needed to show down, give a different look of the cover two, so I made it look like I was pressed. And as soon as the ball was snapped, I just bailed out of there. And I saw the number three receiver, he kind of went inside. I felt him go inside, so I knew it had to be some type of in-breaker route. Once <laughs> Kelsey kind of got behind me, I just got play. We call it plus two to the hash, and I just made a play on the ball. He threw it, and I made a play. Absolutely incredible. It was great, man. What what a play. <laughs> I mean, we were we went nuts, man. Every every Bronco uh, fan, man, just went nuts, man, when that when that interception happened. You know, and, it's hurt, it's hurt. and and the thing about it is and, and listening to Coach Payton after the game and then even talking about this morning, he said the emphasis for you guys last week during practice was on act two and act three of that Kansas City offense. that Kansas City offense, what they tend to do again is not just the first look, it's what they do beyond that because Russell right. Wilson is uh, Sorry, because Patrick Mahomes is scrambling around. So how how difficult is that as a defensive back to stay plastered and and, and really kind of keep your eyes and, and keep your focus while you know he's running around trying to buy time? Yeah, it's tough, especially when you have an elite quarterback and an elite tight end like Kelsey. Um, once he get out, he's so dangerous outside of the pocket. He can move real well, and you got Kelsey. He do real good of your job of following the – the uh, soft part of the zone, or he might alter his route just to, to sit in between his zone, find a soft spot. So we we made sure in practice that we we wanted to plaster any time that the guy the, um, the quarterback starts scrambling outside of pocket, find somebody near you in your zone and plaster to him. And um, I just want to say thanks to the D line, the rush for getting out getting after the quarterback all day, and um, that helped us a lot also. You know the uh, it's it, it's always incredibly uh, um, uh, uh, it, it's incredibly uh, awesome to to get the nod to get become you know a, a big part of a defense and certainly we saw some things earlier in the year without naming players that 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 were not indicative of what the what kind of players that we want to be when you saw earlier film and maybe your your, your reps were limited. What did you say when you got a chance to get in the game? What were you gonna do differently? Um, what would I do differently? Just, just, just play hard. That's all you can ever do. You can just do your job and uh, play hard. And them things is, is not really coachable. Just, just knowing what you have to do and uh, trying to do the best that you can. And uh, like I said, effort, effort comes in alive. Just. Fit in the run or the want to of want to tackle, and uh, I like to tackle. I have no problem with tackling uh, and just covering. So, like I said, uh, 
just don't. I just wanted to go out there and do my job. That was the most important thing. Just and make the plays that I am supposed to make. Make the plays that that comes to me. Last question, very quickly, Jaquan. How optimistic is this team right now after those back-to-back wins heading into the second half of the season? Where are your mindset at on what you guys can accomplish? Oh yeah, we 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 got some momentum. Um, two big wins and before the bye, so we just want to keep feed off that momentum, keep it going, and uh, continue to get better, continue to, to do the small things, continue to, uh, to communicate with each other, and just make sure we all on the same page, because like I said earlier, we on we, we hard to beat when we all on the same page. Jaquan, congratulations. What a win. Thank you so much for the time tonight, man. Man, thank you so much for the time. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on the show. All right. Appreciate it. Jaquan McMillan. Part of that Broncos defense that was so special last night. We head back out to our KOA Common Spirit Health Hotline and bring on our NFL Network hey. insider, Ian Rappaport. Ian, What's we're up, talking guys? about wins, my friend. How are you? Dude, that that guy you just had on made a really nice play. At the end. It was the end of the second quarter, right? Yep. What was that? Pretty nice, man. Pretty nice. You know, Ian, it's been it's been such a a, a while around here since we beaten that since we beat that team. Um, the national reaction is it's kind of frustrating for me because now all I'm hearing is Patrick Mahomes was sick. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, that's okay. You know why? Because it counts the same. And it doesn't matter because no one's going to believe in the Broncos until they win a couple more of these anyway. Reality is, like, they've actually been playing kind of good for the last, like, three weeks maybe. Right? Like, there's been moments where you're like, all right, like, this team looks a little better and looks a little better. And the wins really haven't come, but they have been looking better. Right? I mean, you guys can see it, right? I can see it from a thousand miles away. Um, so you win one of these, you get everyone to notice, like, that's, that's a good thing. And I think, you know, trade deadline wise, I don't, I don't guess it would have been a fire sale anyway, but it makes it easier to go, you know what? I think we're going to either stand pat or, not just trade everyone. You know, I think it's it's like, you know what? This is a team that can compete somewhat. Let's keep it together. Let's see how we do. Would it surprise you if the Broncos stood pat based on their record, based on everything you'd heard? I mean, it wouldn't it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't trade, you know, like Jerry Judy, Corlin Sutton, you know, obviously Sertan's not going anywhere, but like, you know, I don't. I would be surprised if those guys got traded. If there was like a smaller piece that you know might help someone else for like a late round pick, like could you want something like that? You know, like a littler trade, kind of on the edges, get a, get an extra pick. Like that would make sense. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But you know, a key major piece, I would say probably not. Can you tell me what's going on with the uh, Arizona Cardinals in Kyler Murray? Because uh, they have seven more days to activate him, or else he goes on the injury reserve for the rest of the year. And they're one in seven, so it it feels like they're in line to pick a quarterback early next year. Um, what 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 do you see there, or what are you hearing out of Arizona with the Cardinals? Yeah, maybe I would say you know picking a quarterback early, maybe. Um, and if they do that, then they trade Kyler Murray, and then they just get even more draft picks. And that's why, like. You know, obviously, like you never want this on. You never want this for anyone. But let's say they do have the number one pick. Well, then either they bolster their roster by trading the number one pick for someone else who wants a quarterback and just get endless picks, 
or you trade Kyler for a lot of picks, you take a new quarterback, and you just build from there. Either way, this is an organization that eventually is going to be really good. And I think that's kind of how you build. Now, they're going to activate him at the end of this week. They have to activate him at the end of this week. My guess is he doesn't play this week, but he plays the following week. I would expect Clayton Toon to be the starter for them going forward next week. And then Kyler after. That is okay. And then we'll see where it ends up. We'll see what happens. But, you know, really not a bad situation for the Arizona Cardinals to be in short-term and long-term. What do you expect the Minnesota Vikings to do now that Kirk Cousins is done for the year? You know, they'll sign a quarterback. Um, I guess they could trade for one, but I think they'll probably sign one. You know, maybe off someone's practice squad. There's not a lot of options. I think part of the problem is, like, who is going to be out there, Who really who, that will make your team a lot better? Like, if it's anyone, it would be someone you'd add to the practice squad, get them up to speed for a couple weeks, and have them go by, like, who? And I think they're a really well-coached team. You know, I don't think it's going to be Colt McCoy. I don't think it's going to be Josh Dobbs. Surely there's someone out there who could at least be their backup. But, you know, they have a late-round quarterback. I expect them to play him, and we'll see what happens after that. Now that we are getting closer to the middle of the season, has there been a team that you have identified as a, 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 a clear contender from the AFC and a clear contender from the NFC? Because I think the... I think the like Super Bowl contender? Yes, man, because I, I really believe that what's happening over there with the uh, Baltimore Ravens is, is kind of taking people by su- surprise. Yeah, I'm kind of weak. I was going to say the Ravens. I mean, they're, to me, like, they look legit. They look like a powerhouse. That's what good teams look like. So I would say, for me, offensive, defensive, everything that can run the heck out of the ball, they're going to be brutal in the playoffs because they can run it. Um, I say them. You know, and I would say either the Lions or the Eagles, um, you know, probably in the NFC. We'll see the, the Lions tonight, man. It's going to be going to be really interesting. You know, if they win tonight, and I think they're in a really good place. If they lose tonight, then you'll say, well, hang on a second. What, what have we been watching? Maybe it's going the wrong way. But, you know, tonight will probably tell us a lot. But those two teams, I would probably identify. If the Lions win tonight, does that signal maybe that Devontae Adams will be on his way out? You know, I, I don't think so at all. I think the Raiders want to win. Um, I think they... I think they're trying to get themselves together. They're trying to find it, trying to get some continuity at quarterback. Um, Garoppolo is back starting tonight. I think that's a good thing. Um, but I, I, you know, I don't get the sense they would trade him. If they, if they, you know, wanted to, they would get a lot for him. I mean, that's the kind of guy you get a ton for. You get like a second round pick, maybe a first round pick with a little bit going back. Like you could do some things. Um, I just don't think they want to. I think they want to win. I think they want to win now. I think they don't. They don't want to build for next year with nine games to go. They do not want to do that. Last thing I have for you, Ian, is is just to talk about this for a moment because um, we've had a, a smattering group of fans who have talked about, you know, having a high draft pick. The Arizona Cardinals right now have the first overall draft pick in next year's NFL draft. They have the first pick. If the draft was to happen right now, they have the first pick. The Denver Broncos have the eighth pick. But the Carolina Panthers, uh, who will give their pick over to the Chicago Bears, the, Bear, the Bears have picked two and three. How in the yep. world, like, if we're watching this from afar, how, how are we watching this between the Arizona Cardinals, uh, what they do the rest of the year? How will we know if they're tanking it? So I don't think tanking is a real thing because I think for them, it's like last year everyone thought the Texans were tanking. And then instead of tanking, they won. 
and then they lost the number one pick, and everybody lost their minds, and then someone traded over them and took Bryce Young, and then they still may have ended up with the better quarterback. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know that it really matters at all, um, and I don't think anybody really thinks. I think if you're the Cardinals, you want to win, and then you want to see Kyler Murray and see how good he is and see if he's someone who fits into your plans and all that. So, you want to win, you're trying to win, you're trying to evaluate, and at the end of the year, you go, all right, where am I picking? And that's kind of how it works. Ian, really appreciate the time. Thanks again for your flexibility here uh, in this segment. We appreciate you, man. Thanks. Awesome. Great talking to you guys. Take care. Take All care, right. Ian. Ian Rappaport, our NFL Network Insider, presented by Chevron Colorado, the human energy company committed to our local communities and safely delivering affordable, reliable, ever cleaner energy. Well, there you go. There is no such thing as tanking, Alfred. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to be watching this, Definitive. though. Because, I mean, uh, Josh Dobbs has been benched out there in Arizona. Uh, and they've already named their uh, starting quarterback for next year, which is, excuse me, for next week, which is somebody um, that I've never heard of. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Take what, time. Ex- what exactly are you going to do when you got Kyler Murray sitting there who was a full goal participant, but. On Sunday, he was questionable. I think you got to activate him, and I think you're going to play him. I think you are going to play him. It's going to be Clayton Toon this week, as uh, he said. Okay, Clayton. Who? Clayton Toon. It's a rookie. From? That's a good question. Hold on. (laughs) If you don't know him, then I can tell you that most NFL fans. Houston. He went to Houston. That's right. I knew that. University of Houston? Yeah, yeah, Houston. The children of Houston are going to be upset with us. (laughs) Clayton Toon will start this week. You just heard Ian say it. Clayton Toon is going to start this week, and I think you've got to play Kyler after that. I think you've got to know what you have in him. And if you lose a bunch of games, well, then you're going to be drafting a quarterback. But if you win, well, then you might have your quarterback. Remember, it's a new coaching staff in there. They might. They may look they at Kyler Murray. They are out of it. Okay, they are out of it. They're one and seven. I, I know, but what you want to do is you want to decide if you have your guy or not, and if you need to go into the draft and take one or not. But don't you want the luxury? I mean, not that you're out. I mean, they are clearly out of it. Okay, why are you winning? Well, it's it's not completely about winning. It's about so. How progress. do you do this? This is this is why I ask. How do you do this? From now until the end of the uh, end of the year, because Kyler Murray could actually play well. Yeah, but Kyler Murray gives you a chance to win every week. I know he does. So why would you do that? Well, then you win, and you don't need a quarterback, and you draft an offensive lineman. I mean, they drafted a top tier offensive tackle this last year. Maybe you draft a defensive lineman, right? I mean, you can start to build around that quarterback if he wins. If he loses, then guess what? Yeah, You're but taking if, a quarterback. If, if you if you lose. You could probably still take the defensive lineman and get another first round pick, much like the Houston Texans did last year. I think it's only upside to play him. That's where, that's where I come down on it. I think you play him. I think you, you, and if nothing else, if you just say, Hey, we play him. You didn't win a lot of games. Maybe he still plays well. Did you well. give him a bad game plan? That's the only thing I can no, say. I don't think that's so. the only thing I can think of where you can guarantee your team to lose because give a bad game plan no because because you want his stock to be high because you want to be able Kyler Murray's because you want to be able to trade him if oh I see what you're saying you're saying this is not necessarily for the Cardinals this is for the rest of the league right exactly 
because you can you can improve his stock, mm. which is only good news for you, and you can still lose a lot of games. Like the, both things can happen. And if you win, well, then hey, we found our quarterback. If you lose, then guess what? You're going to trade him. This is a tough situation. I, I am going to be watching this one, man. I mean, this is. Ryan, when I tell you, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how this is gonna finish. Like I got this smile on my face because I can't wait to see how this. You know, we're sitting here now at basically the halfway mark. If this was an old NFL where we had 16 games, we would be exactly at the mm-hmm. halfway mark. But now that we have 17 games, this is at the eight game mark. I just, I just got a feeling that they're gonna do it. I think that they're gonna take it. Okay. I think they're going to take it. I don't but, think they are. But I think they're going to play a brand of football uh, defensively that you can live with. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to give bad offensive game plans and keep Kyler Murray on the sideline. I, I just, I don't know what, the, I don't know what else to say, man. I mean, you got the first pick right now. Mm-hmm. You don't have to win. An, if you win another game, you could jeopardize it. It's a lot of football left, Al. It's a lot of football. If we're talking about two or three weeks left in the season, maybe that conversation, that argument holds water. You've got nine games left. Tankathon has the (laughs) Cardinals picking one. Just know this. We got our quarterback here in Denver. We've got our quarterback. His name is Russell Wilson. So you asked the question about Russell Wilson, about how you're feeling about him. Well, Broncos fans, you've answered. We're going to get to that next. This hour's chance to win $1,000 coming up in the next five minutes. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Snap and a four-man rush. Rust, deep drop. Bounces around. Protection's good. Deep ball for Jerry Judy. Judy goes up and makes the catch. It's a terrific catch. Gets up and pounds his chest. Go ahead, Jerry Judy. First down inside the Chiefs' 11-yard line. The coverage was good by Justin Reed. It was just a better catch. 39-yard pass. Wilson to Judy. First down, Denver. Now A lot of emotion there from Jerry Judy on that catch. A couple plays later, had an 11-yard touchdown. Good for him, man. Good for him. It is good for him. He only had two catches in the game on that drive. And he made the most of them. Welcome back. We will get into a a little bit of what's going on with CU and that offensive line. I know Allison thoughts, but we want to answer or at least read some of these texts you guys sent in. Alfred asked in the last hour, how are you feeling about Russell Wilson right now? You ready to hear hear some of these, big guy? I am, man. I'm interested to find out, uh, you know, just what the temperature is in the room. Okay. Russ did a great job. He was changing the play at the line of scrimmage to plays that burn Kansas City. That's what I expect out of a veteran quarterback. Uh, from Lance Sanderson, I love the three-touchdown performance from Russ, but there was still a lot of flaws. He took six sacks. Most were because he held the ball too long. They also only had short fields on every scoring drive because the defense set them up with turnovers. Respect for finishing the job, but you still need him to be a 12-year veteran quarterback and not hide him behind 27 Javante Williams rushing attempts. Oh, wow. Oof. 
I don't know, hide him. Hide him? him? Am I, that I, is really harsh right there. Love Lance, but I'm not sure I agree with hide him. The The game plan was to run the ball. It's very clear the I game mean, plan was to run the ball. That's how we beat that team. Yeah. That's how we beat that team with this line. But I don't think Lance is far off from what a lot of Broncos fans are thinking, honestly. That, we are, that anybody can do what Russ did? That, well, and I had somebody call in last night that said, hey, Jared Stidham could have beat that team yesterday with that run game and that defense. And I was like, I don't, know about, I don't that. know about that. I don't know about that. But that was something that somebody Could said. Jared Stidham avoid the rush and, and run with his legs and make things happen and give us positive outcomes but on plays where um, maybe the read is a little muddy. You know, some, you know I, I had a good friend of mine who once told me, it's not always about the things that you do. Sometimes it's about the things that you don't do. I agree. And Russell Wilson didn't put the ball in harm's way. So don't you don't you have to count that too? I do. Absolutely. Right. And that's a good point. So the, the person that said I would have seen Jared Sidham do the same thing is like or he could have thrown two or three interceptions. Right. Because the May Chiefs try, try to fit it in. Yeah, the Chiefs the Chiefs pass defense is one of the best in the league. They're t- they're top 5 unit out there. So for what it's worth, for what it's worth, I don't agree with that. I don't agree that you're be better off with Jared Sidham. Uh, a couple more texts here. Russell Wilson played a really solid game. Uh, Russell Wilson played good. The offensive line sucks at giving him time to throw. Okay. Did you text that in? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Broncos played like dogs yesterday. He did okay. Holds the ball way too long, but like getting what? better. Did, did you mean dogs? Dogs. Dogs? D-A-W-G-S. I don't that's know how dogs. Else it's dogs. No, that that's... No, I'm saying it the way... Because you have to emphasize it. Dogs. I'm saying it right. Say, say it again. Dogs. Okay. Did you, <laughs> please, please, please hold on to that, please. Because it's dogs, it's, man. It's D A W G S. Dogs, dogs it's man. Dogs. It's, you gotta like. You gotta. Huh? You gotta get into it, man. You can't just say dogs. Do- I didn't say dogs. <laughs> dogs. Dogs. Yes, you just said it. You said it exactly how dogs. I said. Dogs. Yes, that's what I just said. Dogs. That's exactly what I just said. That's not what you're saying. It is absolutely what I said. You're saying say say that again? Downs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. I'm I'm saying exactly as it's written. I can't be like they play play like dogs. That's not it. No, because dog that that sounds like bad. Dogs. Dogs. It's not uh, no. dogs. Uh, oh, ow. It's no A W. This is yeah, A W. D A W. D A W. Dogs, man. Dogs. Dogs. Huh? Dogs. <laughs> dogs. <laughs> okay. You. All you right. know I'm right. Uh, hey man, that's not. That's not the way you say it. <laughs> okay. You tell me. Okay, before oh we finish this, goodness. you tell me the difference. Do you have the way that he said it the first time that he ever said it, said it, uh, Grant? I mean, that was, I mean, you have to probably rewind the show a little bit, but the Broncos play like dogs. Dogs. <laughs> That's not it, dog. Dog, dog. <laughs> Let's oh, play like dogs. Yes.
Okay, maybe I went a little too far the first one. No. I was played like dogs yesterday. Dogs. Okay, maybe a little bit. Long. I went a little too far. Maybe I went a little too far. All right. We're going to back it off a little bit. All right. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, All right, man. All right. I'll read a couple more of these. Um, <laughs> Russell Wilson played like 1990 Jeff Hostetler. Okay. All right. That guy won the Super Bowl. Uh, Ryan, you just lost your man card. <laughs> uh, man, I'm super excited after this win. This could be a culture game changer. Still feeling just as good as I did sending in the voice message I sent in to Broncos React last night. Thanks, you guys, for all that last night, too. God, I'm getting killed on the text line. Ryan, you are not right. Ryan, you're so white. Ryan, you're definitely saying it wrong. <laughs> it rhymes with pause. So, dogs? That's just D O G S. Dogs, man. Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> hey, man. I got this homeboy, I'm man. I'm pretty sure I'm saying it right, but that day. Hey, man. But, I, got this, I got this homeboy, man. I got to tell you the story. All right. I got this homeboy, man, my homeboy Buck, man. We went on this trip, man. And uh <laughs> we were talking about how much we love the uh the tamales. <laughs> and we talked about eating those tamales, man, and they were fantastic. We were in Mexico, the guys mm -hmm. made them fresh for us. And I told my man Buck, I said, Buck, you know, those aren't tamales. Plural for tamales. It's tamales. <laughs> did not say that. You did not say that. We were having drinks. We were having drinks. I'm sure you are. <laughs> but you were probably sipping because drinking's a problem. We you were having, sipping. We were sipping. We had been sipping a long time that time in Tamale? Mexico. Tamales? Tamales. Oh, no. So, did you have some with your Japolinos? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> And you're making fun of me? No, I'm just saying. But I knew, of course, it was tamales. But, you know, you just if you get three or four people to tell you you're saying it wrong, you probably change the way that you're saying it. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, I didn't know it was tamales. I guess I love the tamales. <laughs> Hearing you talk about dogs. 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 <laughs> Yes, I understand. The text line is telling me how. The text line is reminding me how white I am. Yes, I know how white I am. Thank you. I, I'm not intentionally Dogs. trying. I'm just. I was trying to add the Dogs. emphasis with the aw. I know, but you did it, and Dogs. I was like, I'm like, wait a minute, did he just speed bump that? Whatever, Big Al. What, right, how do you say candy corn? It's candy cone. <laughs> wait, what? It's a candy cone. Cone. Tomorrow, there's going to be a lot of candy cones handed out. Corn. Candy corn. It's a candy cone. It's dressed, It's like a cone, and it's candy. It's an orange cone. It's a candy cone. It's a candy... You know what? Back to the text line here. Uh, one more. God, you're ridiculous. Uh, big shout out to Vance Joseph and his defense. Got to give credit where credit is due. He went from people calling for his job to holding Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs to no touchdowns and a shutout in the second half. Yeah, man, got to give him some love, no doubt. <laughs> what are you Whoever texting, this is in the same class as some of them late. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
was it again, Grant? It was a what? He said it was a what? Nah. Broncos played like dogs yesterday. <laughs> you mean dogs? Dogs. All right, I, I, I'll admit that I, I went a little, hey, man. I admit there's a little bit more emphasis on that than I meant, I meant for it to be. It sounded better in my head. It sounded better in my head. All right, let's, uh, All right. please, let's get a quick check of track. I think I got to some lum later. I'm going to have some wine. From the KOA Traffic Center, here's Kerry King. Who let the dogs out? Broncos played like dogs yesterday. You mean dogs? Dogs. It's time for Show Me the Money. Show me the money. Uh, on KOA Sports. Show me the money! Show me the money! Yeah, I got a feeling that's going to follow me for a couple of minutes. Uh, this uh, tweet very quickly. I, I was trying D-A-W-G-S. I said dogs. Who's, Who's not? And, and I'm getting skewered for it. I thought I said it right. I feel like you're like, remember Tommy and Snatch when he's like, uh, Dex. You know, the Dex. Dex. That's yeah. what it sounds like you're saying. <laughs> Somebody related it to Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan trying to pronounce y'all. <laughs> Thank you, Bronco Fanatic. Let's time for Show Me the Money. We got Monday Night Football. We got the Raiders taking on the Lions. <laughs> Lions favored by seven. Uh. Over under 46. All right. Benjamin, uh, you and I did not win last week. Big Al did. Congratulations, Alfred. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Dave's still at 28. You're far too kind. You're at 17. Still tra- trailing me, of course, in Pick'em, but that's a different conversation. Uh, ben, what do you got for tonight? I have the Detroit Lions. Minus seven. And I've got the over. The over. The over. Alfred, do you want me to go next? Uh, I can go. I, I'm, okay. I'm, I think I like Ben's pick. Uh, I like the Detroit Lions. And the over on this, 46. 46. So it's 24, 21. I was told there would be no match. Give me the under. The under. Give me the under. The under. Give me the Raiders plus seven and give me... The over. The over. And what is Dave Logan doing? Tracing Ryan today. Raiders and the over. The over. All right. It's a mistake, Dave. It's a mistake. Mm-mm-mm. Did you say steak? All right, Ben. Oh, we're going to get into this conversation about the Buffs' offensive line. I do want to ask you about that, Alfred. What's coming up on BCT? Oh, we got a fun show tonight. Uh, we're going to be doing a Victory Monday. Back to back. It's a streak. We got our own streak. That's yeah. right, baby. Through the quad. Nobody makes the Broncos lose 17 times in a row. Nobody. 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 Yeah, 24-9 win, Taylor's version. And uh, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna have a lot of fun talking about that. All right. Hey, hey Rick Lewis is going to join us. us man. And what's that? Rick Lewis. Rick Lewis. Rick Lewis. Join us as nice, well. nice, 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 nice. That's, that's uh, Rick's first time uh, on the broadcast where the Broncos have beaten the Chiefs. It is. It was the first time on the broadcast for Rick to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. He's no longer the jinx. No longer the jinx. All right, so the Buffalo's offensive line. We'll spend some more time on this tomorrow, I promise, because I I think we need to to kind of dive into it. Coach Sanders after the game talking about the offensive line. What was your reaction to that? I thought it was harsh. I thought it was. I mean, they played pretty Listen, bad, man, man. Listen, man. The, the, the defense gave the offense plenty of opportunities and, and good positions to capitalize. And when you are plus four in the turnover ratio, uh, you got to do a better job. You can't be up by uh, one point after having three turnovers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that is that is the definition of 
futility in the offensive uh, in the offensive production. And I'm not saying that the offensive line didn't play well during that stretch. It's just if you know that they're playing bad, mm-hmm. if you know that they're playing bad, you got to find different ways to mix it up. You Agreed. just can't ask the guys to drop back and let Shadura, you know, scan the field and find, you know, the last team, you know, we, we've never had a team and you can go back and look at Patrick Mahomes when he was at Texas Tech. You can look at Andre Ware when he was at uh, University of Houston. We've never had a team use a run and shoot philosophy and finish in a national championship race. Mm-hmm. It's never happened. And, and, and you're talking about a bunch of these guys that will never make it to the next level. And if you want to take a, a, a crash course in seeing what works, just take a look at Alabama and how they've morphed over the years. You know, they used to be a run-first team, run-first team, run-first team. Now they're a 50-50 team. And when they had great quarterbacks, they were a 50-50 team. So, uh, you know, you got to find a way to mix it up and give your offensive line a break rather than asking them to drop back 60 times, 70 times in a football game. It's just not fair. Yeah, we want to get some more into that tomorrow. Looking forward to that. We'll be back tomorrow at 3. Thank you, Grant Smith. Great job tonight. Broncos country tonight coming up next right here on KOA. The Broncos are sapping the streak. If Russell Wilson shows up and is that guy, we're going to the Waffle House. We're going to have <laughs> We're going to the Waffle House. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.